Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to Circling Seattle Sports. We have tonight's game reaction, the Seattle Kraken fall in the third game of their four-game road trip. The first of back-to-back, well, not back-to-back games, consecutive games in the state of Florida, uh, losing to the Carolina Pan- Carolina Sea. Florida Panthers. I apologize. We'll get through it. The Florida Panthers um, and a tough one. So same score as the loss to Carolina. Uh, This one was just in regulation. Seattle had a two goal lead. I mean, there are patterns beginning to form here, and I wanted to make sure I got this down. There are patterns. We've talked about this throughout the course of the season. The hot starts, you know, Seattle has a two goal lead uh, of one goal, one goal lead in the first period. They, they looked, like the better team throughout the first 20 minutes. Uh, Florida was still generating to an extent, uh, but Seattle did look like the better team throughout the first 20 minutes. Um, You get to that middle part of the second period and everything just seems to wash away. Um, And it's in talking a little bit about um, goal generation and chances and, and everybody's worried about, you know, the lack of offense from this team. A lot of the offense you'll notice is from the outside. The Kraken had about a minute um, of ozone time at the end of this game as they brought Joey to court off the ice and put on the sixth skater. Um, And it was just all against the boards. It was all against the boards. It was just trying to keep that puck in Seattle's possession, moving it around, looking for something to crack the code. Uh, Towards the end of that minute, towards the end of regulation time, Seattle did get a puck that was close um, to getting on net and Sergei Balrovsky, but it just wasn't anything that was too challenging for him. Seattle loses this one. They've only got three points uh, out of a possible six through these first three games of the road trip, which is fine. To an extent, it would be fine normally had this team not struggled as much as it had before this road trip began. And we're now approaching that time where it's not too early anymore. I, it's not to this point where I'm saying, all right, it's early. They're going to be fine. We're, we're leaving that territory. We're leaving that territory. Monday against Tampa Bay is where things start to be like, all right, you need to start converting. Um and maybe not starts there, but it's it's Monday's a big game for Seattle in a lot of ways. So we'll look at it here. Player of the game, uh, I went with Will Borgen. It would reflect it in our stat graphic and our uh, post game graphic for tonight um, on our social media, and I'll run that banner there. Um, but in the hockey stat cards game composition, Will Borgen was far and away Seattle's best skater in terms of, uh, I mean, defense, there wasn't a ton of d- defensive wise here. Um, but offensively, he had a big impact and production wise, he had a big impact. Will Borgen has been solid all year long. And and another defenseman that has been solid all year long as well was Jamie Alexiak. Uh, the big rig did have a, the lone penalty, um, that Seattle committed. He did have that, which was unfortunate and just not great uh, interference call against uh, Sasha Barkov. Um, so that's, that's frustrating from him, but Jamie Alexiak has been big all year long in terms of blocking shots, activating uh, being a big body. I mean, he had that one play against the Rangers where he probably should have sat down. Um, I believe it was Artemi Panarin and he didn't, which was a soft play as pointed out by our friends at Emerald city hockey. Um, but largely those two have had a strong year and Will Borgen, especially tonight, the two assists, um, three assists. I apologize. That last little number here is supposed to be hits. He had three hits on the night. So we'll get rid of that. Thanks a lot. Um, 
three hits on the night for Will Borgen. He looked really solid there. Uh, Ellie Tolvanen had a strong night. He was able to get on the board. Um, one goal, four hits, four shots. So same same sort of thing. If you look across uh, the entirety of the stat sheet, and this this date backs to his time with Nashville, even when he wasn't getting the necessary play time, and the Predators really didn't understand how to use Eli Tolvanen. Uh, Tolvanen's always been a guy who's been able to back check, who's been able to be a physical forward, and has been able to help defensively. And he's been able to do that. He finally gets out the Schneid, gets his first goal of the, uh, the season, uh, which gave Seattle a two goal lead. When you're like, all right, this is going to be great. You know, you've got a two goal lead here. Um, seven minutes and 34 seconds into the second period. And then we kind of enter that uh, area of the game. It's halfway through the second period and everything falls apart. It all unravels. It's like you're holding a ball of yarn. Uh, it looks really good. And then you drop it and it goes everywhere. It starts to bounce. It just unravels completely. And it's a big mess. And you're like, ah, well, I don't know how I'm going to fix this. Um, the Panthers were able to get two goals in the span of 11 seconds. First eight minutes and 53 seconds into that second period. Um, Gustav Forsling was able to get one past Joey Decord. And then Matthew Kachuk uh, just kind of threw one at the net and it bounced through. Joey didn't really see it perfectly. And it kind of glazed, by, glazed, uh, grazed. It was close. I was a letter off. I apologize. Grazed by him to tie things up. After that, after that 11-second swing where the Florida, uh, the Florida men were all uh, able to equalize, the momentum was all in the Panthers, uh, in their direction, and it's unfortunate. You know, uh, last year's Seattle team was able to keep up and overshadow any other issues defensively, goaltending, whatever it may have been, uh, with their scoring uh, and with shot production, shot quality, whatever you want to say. But that was last year's team. This year, um, you know, if we look at the shots on goal per period, which doesn't always tell the story, um, first period, 14 to 15 in favor of Florida, which you can see, I mean, there's it's decently even. The second period, Seattle had three shots on goal um, to combat florida's 13 um so not great that that big swing there you can see it started to really shift and throughout that second period and through much of the third period seattle was really just trying to hang on and not give up that game winning goal uh and the way that they gave it up was really unfortunate we'll go over to joey here now joey decord gets his third straight start now this was interesting a lot of people were like oh what happened to philip grubauer is he injured uh what's wrong with him uh, blah 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 I understand it. I understand worrying. I am an overthinker. It has affected a lot of my life. Um, but if you n pick up what Dave Haxtall has done throughout his coaching career and his career with the Seattle Kraken in terms of goaltender management, he will, uh, for better or worse, run goaltenders into the ground. It's like, all right, you've got this guy and you're going to give him all these games and he's tired. Um, this was a question. I think we talked about it last game against Carolina and Joey had the uh, save franchise saves record for a game. And I was like, this gives me hope going forward that he's going to be able to carry this load, carry the load that's expected of him, carry the load that you're likely going to need him ha uh, to have in this tandem with Philip Grubauer, who is going to take the majority of the games. This shows that Haxel does have that confidence. I don't know if I would have had him come out there for a third game particularly, but he didn't play bad. He didn't play bad. I mean, the 35 saves is nice. The 921 save percentage, you will take that. That's pretty solid. 
Um, it doesn't help when you're only able to get the two goals of support and then the offense shuts off, they clock out, they go home for the night. Uh, you know, they pick up a beer and it's done. It doesn't help. It really does not help. Um, and the last goal was unfortunate. I know there was a lot of chatter about it. Um, the third goal that was allowed. Um, and I don't really put too much of that on Joey, to be quite honest. Um, we're going to do something different here. And I wanted to visualize this. It was, it was tough. Uh, that first one, eh, you know, I, I, I can't take a total ton of stock into that one. The second one, again, uh, Matthew Kachuk gets his first goal of the season, kind of just throws it on the net. Um, and then that third one, that third one was really tough because it's been talked about at length. Um, this ability for Joey to go out and play pucks and how that, you know, helps out his defensemen. People joke about goalies having their little goalie adventures. Uh, And Joey Decord does that. Joey Decord very much does that. But we've got our whiteboard here and you'll see my really poorly drawn. I'm trying to multitask. We're trying to find the first goal here. Um, Oh, I should probably get on the other side. We've got Joey. That's definitely him. He's just a face. Um, here, I'm trying to find that first goal. Off a of face-off. Yeah, Florida gets it off the face-off and just sends one in. Oh, this is second goal. Yeah, just sends one in uh, off the face-off. So, oh, yeah, power play goal. Alexiak has that stupid interference call. Not great. Um, uh, yeah, just just one from the blue line, a big blast. Uh, yeesh. Big blast by Forsling gets through. That one's tough. That one's tough. It's a power play goal. Um, and I beat him clean too, glove side. Yeah, tough. But this second one here. So Joey, as we know, as we've talked about, likes to have his little goalie adventures. So Joey goes back to play the puck here. Puck that was coming in um, all the way in. And it was going this direction, you can see, right? It's going that direction. And so he comes out to go and play it, to go and help keep the play alive, uh, you know, give your team another possession, prevent uh, Florida from potentially getting a hold of that puck. Now, so you see where he's going, and he's essentially, he's like, all right, I'm going to go and beat it out. He's going where his trajectory is going um, of the puck. Instead of that, we're going to have a second line here. Instead of the puck, going like that as normal it goes this way and it bounces right in and it's not a directly a straight line but it goes right at the net and it's 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 just a very bizarre very tough bounce and especially one for the game winner to come on because nick cousins is able to come right in um and to meet that puck and score it on an empty net as joey poor joey little smiley face that I've drawn here is back here behind the net. He tries to come back and make an effort, but it's, it's far too late. The, the net is empty. The puck has gone right to Nick cousins out in front. Um, and Florida has a three, two lead. Seattle can't answer, you know, so I hope you enjoyed the whiteboard. We're going to try to use that more, um, throughout these, uh, post games here, but yeah, it, it's, it's a really tough bounce, and I try to not take too much stock in it. I understand you might not want him playing that. Sure, uh, but that's normal for them to do uh, when it's a puck like that. Uh, 
to go out and try to play that. So I don't, I don't really take too much stock in it. Uh, I won't blame him a ton for it. He even said post game uh, that he's not going to change how he plays pucks. He's just going to be more situationally aware. And I understand that, but I really just think it was a bad bounce off the stanchion. I'm not going to take too much stock into it. Um, we'll look here at the specialty teams. Not a lot going on. There, there was four total minutes of uh, penalties in this game, and it was evenly split. Uh, Seattle penalty kill, 0 for 1. They're not able to get things done. As I just mentioned, the Forsling goal, that was tough. Uh, you know, They started out really well. They've kind of faltered as of late. There was three power play goals in Detroit. You know, Now we've got this one. I mean, they're still all right, but I'm, I I think a lot of this is the team is struggling a bit and it might all be spiraling. You know, at the beginning of the year, a lot of my struggles with this team were the offense just isn't clicking. Everything else, penalty kill wise, uh, goaltending wise, defensively, mostly. Um, it's pretty solid. And then obviously the power play, considering the struggle power play tonight over, you know, they only got one shot on their power play. Not great. Not great. Not the best showing. Uh, would like that to improve. Certainly. Um, Florida had three shots on theirs. Both teams only get one shot on goal and the shot quality. Uh, it's funny. The shot quality on their one shot on goal for Florida was 0.1. So yeah, that, that one's tough. We look at the general stats here. It's, it's not, there's not too much of a discrepancy, even in the shots. It's, it's not the best. Um, you get out shot, sure. You know, shot quality again is something that I look at. Um, and Florida did have the better shot quality in this one. Seattle 2.3, Florida 3. Um, I mean, again, a lot of these statistics, if we look at it here, and I'm going to build to something, so bear with me. Puck in the ozone percentage, both teams at 39%, at least in five-on-five -five offense. Uh, Florida had two more high-danger chances than Seattle and two more chances off of turnovers than Seattle, which isn't great. Uh, 67 total shot attempts, uh, 49 for Seattle, 67 for Florida. Will Borgen had seven of those shot attempts, so Will Borgen. Uh, defensively, good at denying entry into the zone. Uh, exiting the zone was good. You lost the puck battle by 10%. Not great. Again, the power play we just talked about. Um, and so it's not like Seattle's getting blown out. These margins for, you know... They're, they're losing by aren't huge. They're not struggling in a big way. Uh, it's just the things that they're doing wrong in terms of offensively, you know, staying outside, not getting to the net more. Uh, both of Seattle's goals tonight, Jared McCann getting to the net. Nice little saucer pass from Yanni Gord. Jared goes straight to the net, makes a move, uses those nice silky mitts. I don't have any mitts with me. I've just got my hands, which – I have been told they're pretty soft. I do moisturize. Um, is able to get in there uh, past uh, Bavrovsky. Um, and then Tolvanen, the nice tip out in front from Jaden Schwartz, getting to the net. Getting to the net is so big, um, you know, for just generating chances, obviously, in the NHL. Um, but, you know, a lot of what we saw last year, shot quality, just these wicked shots, you can't rely on that. Uh, and I'm not saying that Seattle is this year, but they have to get to the net more. And Dave Haxall um, has talked about this throughout the course of the year about how there's too many guys on the outside and not enough crashing to the net. So 
that's something that's got to change. I like to see the blocks here. Hits, sure. Again, penalty minutes, there wasn't a lot to going on. Seattle has been playing disciplined, uh, but the one penalty uh, that they give up for a power play turns into a goal. So that's frustrating. Um, again, long story short, it's not as if this team is struggling in a lot of ways. Um, it's just the ways that they are struggling is turning into more uh, a bigger issue is how I would put it. Sorry, keeping up with the Coachella Valley Firebirds right now as that game's going on. So it's tough. It's it's very much now put up or shut up. It's not, okay, it's early into the season. We can clean this up. They haven't cleaned up their issues enough, and it's really hurting them. So, yeah, uh, it's it's tough. Um, I think it's too early to think about tough decisions. Uh, you could have the idea about bringing a guy up still. I would imagine that John Hayden comes up at some point. Um, I would like to see that to give you that phys- physical aspect of things uh, and kind of maybe a little bit of a jolt. Uh, the line change-ups have been good. Jared McCann, part of that different line with Tolvanen, and oh, well, both goals come from that Tolvanen, Gord, McCann line. So, you know, Will Borgen has the good night. Jamie Alexia. There are good things that are coming out of this losses. They're not just, they're just not putting together the complete effort. Uh, and Dave Haxall talks about that all the time. The 60 minute effort. You're not getting that. You're falling apart once the midway point of the second period comes around and then you're not able to recover. So it's tough. It's tough with this team. They're doing things well. They're just not doing some key things well. So Looking ahead, they play the Tampa Bay Lightning to close things out on Monday with a puck drop of 4 p.m. Pacific. Um, Tampa Bay, after struggling to begin the year, Tampa Bay won their first game of the year uh, on opening night against Nashville. Then they went on a three-game losing streak, beat Vancouver by one, lost to Toronto by one, and then have lost, lost, have won their next, their last two games by a margin of nine to nothing. They've shut out Carolina. They've shut out San Jose. Um, it'll be interesting to see who starts in goal for Tampa Bay. Uh, obviously, if you haven't heard, you live under a rock or you don't follow, Andre Vasilevsky's out for a long period of time. Um, so, excuse me, in all but one of those games, excuse me, uh, the Lightning have gone with Jonas Johansson. Um, Matt Tompkins got one start. It was a loss uh, to the Ottawa Senators. Again, for his, for Tom, for Johansson to get uh, seven games and Tompkins only get one, I would think we'd see Tompkins on Monday. But considering that uh, Johansson played on the 26th and Tampa Bay doesn't have a next, another game, until monday's meeting maybe we see i don't know it's going to be interesting tampa bay isn't quite the team that they were uh the last few years so it'll be interesting to see how much of a challenge they possess tampa bay is the only team that the kraken have not beaten uh in their existence yet you kind of got to do it right now you know you've got those three points um out of the first three games it would be really really big uh you continue to struggle it's it's tough like I said, I'm staying positive. There are positives that this team is displaying, but the negatives are starting to outweigh everything. Um, and obviously, losses are the wins and losses are the old deciding factors for a lot. So, till we see you uh, Monday night. Uh, oh, you might not. Well, no, 
Monday night, we've got a Sounders game. We'll see. We'll do our best. Until we see you then, take care of yourselves. Be well. Do whatever you can to make today a great day.